Art of the Assistant. Brought to you from the hills of almost heaven, West Virginia. A podcast created to encourage and assist those who are sitting in the second chair of their ministries and organizations. Hey guys, welcome back to Art of the Assistant. Man, it's a new year and we are excited about what is going to happen with Art of the Assistant in 2022. One of the things that we are starting this year is our social media um, presence. You know, we've been working hard on trying to get some things out with Instagram and Facebook, and and it's been awesome. We've had two likes on every post, Dan and me. So <laughs> if, if you guys could do us a favor and find us on social media, that'd be wonderful. Share some of the stuff out there. Let other assistant pastors know on social media. And it's not just going to be junk we're putting out there. We're trying to put helpful content as well, things that might be beneficial to you, and just some things to have some interaction and we'll, we'll see how that goes and see how it takes off. But if you could help us with that, um, Art of the Assistant on Instagram and on Facebook, we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to see you there. So that would be, that would be a tremendous help and blessing to us. So today, as we get rolling in our podcast, I received an email a few weeks ago from one of our listeners, and he was talking about this idea of discipleship and, and mentorship. And he said, he asked the question, what is an assistant pastor supposed to do if his senior pastor is not investing in him? If his senior pastor is not mentoring him, what needs to happen? And man, I wish I could tell you that I just emailed him back and told him what to do, but I, I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one, and that's a tough area. Now, I've been in ministries where I've not been mentored, but at my age and where I was, that was fine because right. I didn't really need it. Mm-hmm. But early on in ministry, I did. And so if I was early on in ministry and I wasn't being mentored, that's a tough place to be, Dan, when you're thinking about that and and what we're going to do. Well, absolutely. And there's really no blanket answer for that. So, I mean, you're you're not going to say, well, just do this. But there are a few steps that we can take that uh, will help. Uh, without offending and right. without, you know, kind of making the, the relationship that, w- that we have with the, our senior pastor awkward. And so uh, I'm excited about today's yeah. topic and, and addressing some of those ways that we can grow. Right. Um, and in, in turn, it will actually help our, our, our pastor to grow as well. Yeah, that's good. So, so let me ask you this, Dan. If you, uh, how long were you um, in your first ministry as an assistant? How many years? Seven years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you skipped those seven years and you went right into pastoring. Yeah. How would that have gone? Well, not well. Right. Um, not well. I, you know, I am a firm believer that every, um, every aspect of ministry prepares us for the next step. Yeah. And it's good. being an assistant certainly, you know, prepared me for that. Um, so I, I would say that, um, that, that seven year period absolutely prepared was it needed. Me to pass. It was, was needed. needed. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I put on uh, one of the social media sites on Facebook. I, I asked the question, you know, before heading into the pastorate, do you feel that you were, and then dot, 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 and the questions were properly mentored, not mentored enough, currently being mentored, and um, 70% of the guys said, not mentored enough. Hmm. And so when you're looking at, you know, and there was about a hundred and something that answered. So you're talking seventy pastors out there today that feel they weren't mentored. Right. And that's a, that's a large number, and only thirty people said they felt like they were mentored enough. Yeah. And so obviously there's an issue mm-hmm. if if that's the case. 
And so our, our young men aren't being mentored. So the question is this, you know, who's, who, whose face are we putting on the target? <laughs> are, we, are we throwing darts at the pastor? Are we mm-hmm. throwing darts at, at ourselves for not being mentored? Is it just, it is what it is? Get over it. And, right. and, and what can we do? And I, I don't know if there is an answer. Um, I definitely think, you know, there, there's, a, there's a generation who did not mentor. Mm-hmm. Okay, even, even my dad's generation. So, so I'm not throwing any pastor under the bus. Let's just say my father. You know, I'm fourth grade. I'm just, just, I've been in the water, but I'm not, you know, I'm swimming in floaties or whatever, maybe third grade. And I remember the day dad picked me up, threw me in the deep end. Hmm. Sink or swim. Right. I turned 16. He put me in the car, standard stick shift, and said, drive. Drive me to town. I didn't even know what a clutch was. Right. You know, but right. sink or swim, you know. Or, or clutch or crash. <laughs> right, sure. You know, and, but that was the mentality. I figured it out, you figured it out. When, when, when we got married, you know, the pastors were like, hey, good luck. Yeah. You know, and we figured it out, you'll figure it out. And so, but my mentality has always been different. So my brother's two years younger than me, and I took him out when he was 15. I'm like, listen, here's what dad's going to do, but I'm going to teach you. <laughs> so we went back to the old country roads, and I taught him how to drive before dad did that to right, me. Right, right. You know, and now with premarital, man, that's my, I love premarital because I don't want them to have to learn through the same mistakes I did. Right. That's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, sure. You know, this is mentoring. Um, so I think there is a generation that's just how they were. Mm-hmm. And it's no fault of theirs. That's how it was with them. Right. That's that's what they know. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll figure it out. But at the same time, let's say that we have this young man that that sent this to me, or maybe he's an old man. I don't know. And he, and he sent us this email. Danny's asking this question. You know, what what can we tell them? How can we encourage them? Um, in in the fact that I'm I'm sitting out here. I'm in. Let's just say it's Wyoming. And, and I want to be mentored, and I'm desiring to be mentored, and I, it's just not happening. What what can we encourage them to do? Well, I, I think there's a, a few things. Number one, I don't know. We could go through the most extensive mentoring process and step into a situation that we feel inadequate and ill-prepared for. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think we have to be fair in that conversation of, well, I'm not being mentored, um, or... Uh, or putting the blame on on somebody, just have, having the out. Because yeah. honestly, I, I I feel more prepared for the pastorate, ha- having been you know that in that assistant role right. for seven years. However, it didn't completely prepare me for it. Just yeah. like college didn't completely prepare me for the for the right. ministry. You know. Right. So um, the other thing is there is a personal responsibility to grow, no matter who. Is investing in you in, in your life, That's right. and we live in the information age, and so um, there are things that we can do one-on-one level. We'll talk about some of those, but there are things that that we can have in our life that's pouring into our life, yeah. even though it, it may not be a personal thing, like a mm. one-on-one thing, mm. but there's all kinds of resources out there that are available to us, um, most of which are free to us. And so yeah. if we don't feel like we're being mentored, we have to take the first step. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you know, our pastor or leaders in our life are doing, we've got yeah. to take the first step to do that if we don't feel like that, that that's yeah. need is being met. Right. That's and good. Sometimes 
sometimes the pastor doesn't even know the need is there. Mm. They don't even understand. Right. You know, I, and I, I would just say communication first yeah. and, and foremost in that is going to be yeah. important. Awesome. Good, good. So so let's say you're sitting out there, that's where you are, and I think you're right, Dan. We need to take advantage of some of those online resources that are there. I mean, you can you could be mentored by a MacArthur. You could be mentored by a Lawson. You can be mentored by a Schmidt. You could be mentored by any of those guys that fit your mold mm-hmm. because of the resources that are right. out there from them. And, and those are valuable. And I've got my guys watching videos. And, and really... You can audit classes. You could you yeah. could you could audit a class with some of the best teachers in the world mm-hmm. and be mentored in those classes. Yeah. You don't have to get your degree; just take a class. So those are there. Um, but let's, let's the practical side. Then let's say you're sitting there, man. I don't know what to do. Okay, so let let let, let Dan and I today just go through um, six points. Okay, what to do if you're not being mentored. Yeah. So number one is this: I'm going to ask of you to make an exerted effort. I mean, I want you to do everything you can to make sure that one day you won't look back and say, man, I probably could have been or should have been mentored if. Right. Don't, you, don't use it as a crutch. Right. If, if right. you're in that position, then take action. Yes. Uh, because, you know, no, nobody's going nobody's gonna to call you. I mean, it rarely. Right. The, honestly, the pastors are few out there that see that even as a priority. Right. And is it a problem? Yes, but it's a problem that we, you know, the assistant has to to really address because it's right. going to affect you right. uh, in the long run. Right. So, so, and because of the word discipleship or mentoring becoming a buzzword, there's going to be certain pastors that hate it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just because. Yeah, right. All right. So, don't say, "Hey, pastor, I want to be mentored." Let's not do that. But, but, but what can you do? Okay. So, just in that situation, ask the pastor ahead of time. You know, say, hey, pastor, when when would you might have some time to answer some questions I have? Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've got some questions about ministry. I've got some questions about how to balance family and ministry. And man, I just love to bounce some of that off of you. Or say, hey, pastor, we haven't we haven't had a lot of time together. I'd love to buy your lunch. Yeah. You know, how about how about we go out to lunch now? You again, you might be under a man that just that shoots all of that down, right? That doesn't like the one on one, feels uncomfortable in those situations, maybe feels inadequate. I remember in one ministry, it was the pastor's birthday. I said, Hey, why don't we go out to lunch today? He's like, Oh, that's nice of you, but I've got a full day. And literally, I watched he and and the maintenance man leaving the premises, and I stopped him. I'm like, What are you guys doing? Oh, we have to go to the store. And then the maintenance man said, yeah, and then we're going to go to lunch. <laughs> so Ouch. it was obviously, right, yeah, yeah, he was avoiding that. But if that's not the case, then, then man, see if you can do that. Yeah. And don't say, hey, pastor, I want to be mentored. Let's go to lunch. Or, right. you know, let's just go to lunch and have some questions right. ready. Because that's that's pressure. Right. I mean, if, if it's like someone calling you and saying, hey, I, I really need to discuss some things with you. Right. Versus somebody saying, hey, can we just hang out for a little bit right. and then discuss some yeah. things when you're hanging out? Yeah. It's all about the, the approach of right. that. And uh, it takes the pressure off when it's it's just a casual thing. Yeah. You know, w- one other thing um, from, from the pastor end of it is, you know, we... Um, I don't think many pastors look at mentorship as part of their responsibility because they have hired this assistant yeah. to take a load off them. You to, went to, to Bible college, right? To fulfill a certain role in in the ministry, and so uh, when it's like, oh man, I've got to mentor this guy. I yeah. am I am shepherding, 
you know, right. this this flock here, he's supposed to be taking, you know, the, this load off of me, yeah. and I've got to pour into him. And that's the mentality of a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of pastors. You're supposed to be helping me, not me helping right. you. Uh, so we've got to be we got to be careful in how yeah. we engage that. Do you mind paying me? To sit in your office and ask you questions for the next yeah. five hours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so we got to be careful in that's how good. we engage the pastor and that good. and make it fair. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. It's funny. You said that taking the pressure off. It just, I get calls and somebody say, Hey, I'll get a text. How you feeling? Just checking on you. It's such a setup question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it'd be another pastor is doing that. And I'm like, I know what's coming next. Right. You know, and I'll joke. I'll tell the guys, oh, I know what's coming next. I'm right. feeling fine. Hey, can we talk? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you could care less how I feel. Uh-huh. You know, this is all about you. Don't make it about you. You know, make it theirs. And and never, never waste a trip. You know, if you guys are going to funerals together to go to a funeral, if you're mm-hmm. heading to a pastor's fellowship, if, man, if you're just running to Sam's Club to pick up bottled water because you ran out in the office, go loaded with questions. Yeah. You know, I, I remember I was driving my pastor and another pastor to a to a pastor's conference, to a Christian school uh, meeting, and it was four hours. That four hours, that pastor in the back seat nailed my pastor with questions. Hmm. I mean, just he he was teaching through the book of Revelation and he came packed full yeah. of questions. Yeah. And and the trip was not wasted. Right. And so if you're doing that, you know, hey pastor, I saw you were meeting with so and so and how that how'd that counseling session go? Yeah. You know, hey pastor, what'd you think about that missionary we had last night? Would you would you consider ever supporting them? You know? Hmm. Well, why not? Or, yeah. you know, what was it about them that you liked that would cause you to want to support them? Right, right. You know, and um, and just questions like that, that you're, you're gathering, okay, so why did he do what he did? Okay, why is he leading in that way? You know, uh, maybe if the mood is right, hey, pastor, you know, when you when you came to this church, what, what led you here? Right. I mean, why did you choose this church? Of all the places you could have gone, mm-hmm. you know, why, why here? How did you know this was the right one for you to be in? And just some simple questions like that as you're driving down the road. Yeah. There's no pressure. You're sipping on your Coke or your coffee. You're throwing out some questions. And, man, those that's invaluable information for you to take with you in the future. Right. And, and pastors are happy to answer questions those are, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, if the more formal something is, and I suppose it depends a lot on personality because uh, some guys are very intellectual. Yeah. And so they, they like the structure of complete this assignment, return it to me. Right. If, yeah. if you have that kind of studious, you know, relationship, mm-hmm. or maybe that's your personality uh, and that's not your pastor's personality. Right. You know, a lot of times pastors are hiring their, their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are going to be opposite yeah. and in a lot of ways. And that's actually a good thing. Right. You, you can gain perspective from mm-hmm. each other. Um, so for me anyway, if somebody approaches me in a non-formal, let's we're just talking, um, then I am I'm set at ease. Mm-hmm. You know, no, there's nothing anxious about that conversation, yeah. and it's an enjoyable on both ends, yeah. and it's mutually uh, uh, beneficial. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. no, so that's absolutely, good. yeah, no, that's great, that's great. So, so maybe instead of making an exerted effort, we should say make an informal effort. Yeah, that's good. You know. All right, Dan, I think we'll stop with point number one. We'll pick up on the remaining five points next week. Thank you so much for joining us on Art of the Assistant. Again, this podcast was brought to you from one of our listeners who sent us in a question by way of email. 
If there's something on your mind that you would just like us to address, please send it to us. That's why we're here, just to help you guys who are on the front lines of ministry. Again, if this podcast has been a help and encouragement, feel free to rate us and share this on with somebody else and make sure you subscribe to Art of the Assistant. We're on Facebook and Instagram, and we'd love to know that our labor is not in vain. So if you could like us there, follow us, we'd love that. Love to be able to have that outlet to connect with you as well. And hopefully it won't um, junk up your inboxes or your news feeds, but it'll be a help to you as you scroll through that. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and we hope to connect with you again next week on Art of the Assistant. Mm -hmm.